it seems like it's doing weird shit, and apparently it's going to link into Multiverse of Madness in some way, because she's going to be in that movie. Yeah. So well, she might cause it or something. like. Yeah. That sounds really weird. Yeah, that one sounds interesting. I mean, Falcon Winter Soldier would probably be good, but yeah. Anyway. Uh, other news, this is a movie being announced, not delayed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scary Zories to Tell in the Dark 2. Don't know if you saw the first one. I didn't. That was decent. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's the second one, I guess. I mean, I don't think it's particularly my thing, which is weird because I do love mm-hmm. Kung Fu Panda. And that shouldn't be my thing, should it? Kung Fu Children. I thought you were comparing Scary Stories to Tell mm. in the Dark to Kung Fu Panda. You're right, you're somewhere. right. They actually are the same film. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that was I think, the point I was making. I think we talked about, this might have been in an episode that got lost, actually, so I don't know, um, about like how... It like prided itself on having like practical effects throughout yeah. like most of the movie, and then the last like twenty minutes is just it's this just really CGI. shitty CGI yeah. like thing, and it just kind of be like, okay, but why now? Like you didn't for the rest of the movie, but yeah, it was, uh, it was decent. What else we got here? Oh right, uh, you'll be you'll be happy to know that Scoob oh, is good. is being released uh, on streaming. Oh really? So yeah. I think they're just going to do that with kids' movies because I think cause, uh, the Trolls sequel did it and it, yeah. and it did quite well, hmm. I think. So I think with kids' movies, they're probably going to do it. I think it's because they want... I mean, there's a lot of parents who who regret having their children. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, just put them in front of something and uh, and then I don't have to talk to them. They charge $20 for you to have it for two days. Wow. So, like, you better hope you've got a large family. Like, if you're just a mum and a kid. I mean, I don't know. Obviously, I don't know translation American prices, but, like, it's like 10 quid for two tickets for a movie. Mm. And then you're also getting to be in a cinema for that. Like, yeah. That, you, like, it's like it's a cinema. extra edit, you know, the screen and the sound screen. and the yeah. you know, whatever. Whereas you're paying $20 to have it at home and, um, you know, your kids are just going to run about fucking saying, why isn't this Frozen 2? And then they'll, they'll spit in your face, as all <laughs> children do. Why haven't we eliminated all children? Is, <laughs> what are they is at, eh? the question Got that this podcast is going to be about. <laughs> Well, at least we're going to lead everyone into a false sense of security mm. over the course of multiple years. We'll yeah, start to yeah. build a, a a loyal fan base, and then we'll just start culling the children. <laughs> right. We'll say, join us, join right. us, and no one will because join us crazy. on join us on Patreon. Uh, Five dollars a month uh, means that we'll we'll engrave your name into one of the knives that gets plunged oh, into a child. Oh. Twenty five a month, uh-huh. and we'll actually engrave it into the child. <laughs> Yeah, so. so you got that to look forward to in the future. So Scoob. Yeah. Back to Scoob. Yeah, I, I thought it looked crap. About, I thought it looked good. Oh, I was not on board for it at all. I liked that, um, they've tried, I mean, I don't really like a lot of the character designs they've changed. Mm. Just seem needless, really. Just, just use well, the original Well, they have ones. to make it, they have to make it seem like, oh, this is a movie, it's different. Look, it's fancy 3D CG. If they just kind of came out with the, with the, like, classic designs and 2D animation, then they'd be like, Oh, kids don't want to see this. Well, that's my thing. It's 3D presented like 2D in a lot of its shots. Uh-huh. Like, it, it looks like a 2D animated film, even though it's 3D, quite obviously, in other shots. And that's what I like. I like how they're trying to make... Uh, they're the doing aesthetic. a weird thing, though, like, going off the trailers, that they're, like, combining a bunch of different Hanna-Barbera stuff. Mm. Like, the villain is Dick my... Dastardly yes. from Wacky Races. Um, <laughs> so it's might, really weird. I, I watched a bit of Hanna-Barbera growing up, because my uncle was big into to Looney Tunes and Hanna-Barbera and he like showed me it all and I, I gravitated completely to Looney Tunes and kind of other than I like the, the, the Scooby-Doo movies as in the um, James Gunn written ones mm. I think they hold up it basically implies mm. 
that there's going to be a Hanna-Barbera expanded universe. Expanded universe. Which means that things like... What is it? Birdman? The... The Blue Falcon or something, I think, is the one who's in the trailer. Is that what you're on about? I'm talking about... Um, oh, you're talking about like, the Adult, adult swim, swim stuff they did. That's uh, in the same universe like Night now. Owl or something? That would be in the same universe. Night Owl's Watchmen. Ignore me. Because that's a Hanna-Barbera. Yeah. Cartoon. Uh, Flintstones, Jets. Well, the Jetsons and the Flintstones are the same. This is the same thing. Well, it's just a f- one family in the past and one's family. The thing the about Hanna Barbera though is a lot of their shit. They were the the at the time. You had Looney Tunes, Disney, and Hanna Barbera, mm. and you know Disney was safe for kids. Steamboat Willie, Disney, like how they mm. still are now. Warner Brothers, like the kind of the edgier one, and like do a bit more risky stuff. Uh, you know. Although to be fair, Donald. Duck was once um, a Nazi in a, yeah. in a, in a, in a cartoon. Um, but then, like, Hanna-Barbera was just the cheap one. Mm. It was just a... Oh, we can, like, in the old Scooby-Doo cartoons, you can tell what's an important piece of the background because it's a slightly different yeah, colour to the colour rest to of the, the background. Of Whereas, like, if you watch the old Looney Tunes stuff or the old Disney stuff, like, the animation is still incredible and it still holds up now. I mean, maybe not the very early Looney Tunes stuff where Bugs Bunny looks wrong. But the the, the, only the difference between um, Hanna Barbera though and those um, other two is that uh, the production scale is different, isn't it? They but were Disney, bashing out a lot. Of shit. They were for cinema, mm-hmm. you know, the Looney Tunes and the Warner Brother animations and the original Disney animations were for cinema. Even the shorts, like there was yeah, no one. Yeah, yeah. And then with the advent of television, home televisions, in you know what the fifties later. Yeah, around then. Right? I mean, that meant that you could bring animated shows for children to uh-huh. people's homes. And that's what they did with Hanna-Barbera. That's why they're all like, they all like move on like 12 frames a second or yeah. whatever. I think Scooby-Doo is the, I mean, I liked the Flintstones as a kid, but Scooby-Doo is the only one that like I, I still have any form of a attachment to. Hanna-Barbera are more willing to do weird stuff though. Like, mm. for better or for worse, you've got the up-teen WWE movies they've made. And... Uh, well, it's, for, for, for no reason. it but really calls got, back like, to what Hanna-Barbera and advertisement within... Yeah, because uh, yeah, they did it back then as well. Like, but they did the crazier stuff. Like, um, Fred Flintstone used to smoke yeah, yeah. Marlboros or yeah. whatever, like, in the show. That's ridiculous how deep advertisement got into it. Now mm-hmm. it's, like, commissioned children's films with animated John Cena stopping a boulder or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but... They had one where they were, like, just the wrestlers, and then they had yeah. one where they were, like, super-powered, like, supernatural things, and I'm, like, going, like, this doesn't even work, make sense in the franchise of the WWE Scooby-Doo <laughs> It doesn't. Was Which... Tom and Jerry had a Barbera? Or do they own Tom and Jerry now, but they're not, it wasn't originally. I'm not sure. What I can tell they, you... Because he also has, they also have WWE ones, so... We both know that there's a Tom and Jerry film coming out. Right? Yes, we do. Um, you know what yeah. I'm looking forward to? This is a tangent, but I love tangents. Mm-hmm. Um... There is a Pixar Dragon Ball. Oh, film you keep talking out. about and this. And it's happening. I don't th- like, it's happening. Why would it? The Tom and Jerry film is happening, and no one's heard Has about Disney it. Has really. Disney ever done something like that? Like Disney? Yeah. Well, not, like Disney not... animation, because you can talk about they do Star Wars and Marvel, but technically that's Marvel and Lucasfilm doing that. Have did Disney do things based on other things? Oh yeah, yeah. Simba is a rip off of. Oh yeah, and I, I know in that sense, but actually like. With, attached to another brand, because um, yeah, you know, like Lion King, Macbeth, or whatever, and, and and Mulan's based on something, and Pocahontas is based on something. Well, no, but to actually go, this is Goku. Like, but I, I think uh, 
it's becoming more of a popular trend within on the creative industries to have big collaborations because mm-hmm. you have HBO and the BBC collaborating for they do a bunch of stuff I think they it, do um Taboo I think was them was a the new one the they made a film of it, The Golden Compass, and it was shit. Oh, uh, His Dark Materials. Yep. I watched like two episodes of that show. It was decent. And then they had a next time trailer, and they were like, here comes Lin-Manuel Miranda, and I never, I never watched any of the show. I don't know who show. that is, but... He's the Hamilton guy. I don't like oh, him. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. I'm sure Hamilton's great, and I'm sure that that like it's a brilliant musical. I, mean, I just it... don't like him. Yeah, okay. That's fair enough. I, you know, he annoys me. I don't like him. Um, I'll tell you what, though, the CG on the animals on that are so perfect. Because they like... Mm-hmm. The animals. No, the like... show. Look, the show looked good, and the, and and jokes aside about the Manuel Miranda, like the cast and everything on it, were really good as well. I should go back and watch it, but let's be real, I won't. So I do think that film's coming out because I know I know there's a lot of um, things in the production pipeline for stuff like. I that. I mean, if they were gonna do a I Western, make... Hanna Barbera expanded universe. Again, maybe, but I my... think so. It's what's being implied. If they were going to make a Western Dragon Ball movie, because I have a vague knowledge of Dragon Ball, I played the games as a kid, I never really watched the anime. Mm. But um, if they're going to do a Western version of it, like yeah, I mean, fucking Pixar's a decent choice. I mean, like as far as as far as animation companies go, that's the one you'd want. Yeah, you know? if if anyone was going to do it, like that's the thing, like you you know. But that's what makes it less believable for me, because I'm like Pixar, a solid. They have a bunch of ideas that they do. Like, they don't need Dragon Ball. If you told me Illumination was going to do a Dragon Ball movie, I'd go, well, fucking duh. Of course they are. But it's, like, it's interesting because Dragon Ball is such a huge brand that it could... Like, it it fits mm. so well. They make a lot of animated films. They have a big reach with an audience in the East and in the West. But... With a film like that, they would not only bring in massive amounts of money already with Dragon Ball Z fans and even casual fans. Mm-hmm. Like if you were a casual fan of Dragon Ball Z, like you played a video game once. If Pixar were making a film about it, you'd be like, fucking hell, I remember playing that game, that looks good. See, I, I would say, I mean, it depends. Maybe, like, in the East, it's probably more a case of Dragon Ball. It being Dragon Ball Z will lead more people to look at Pixar stuff. Exactly. But in the West, it being Pixar will make people... And so I think... Because, like, a a lot of people in our generation know what Dragon Ball is Mm. and could maybe tell you who Goku was. But, like, you know, not everyone, you know, watches the anime or plays the games or whatever. So, like, like I I vaguely only, like, recently found out that at one point he's a monkey or something. Well, he's, like, (laughs) the Saiyans are, like... Monkey can turn into monkeys, and they have like tails. Mm-hmm. So in this, he'll have a tail, I presume. Are they doing Dragon Ball or they're doing? They're doing Dragon Ball. Okay. So it'd be a little bit less. I think that's a good place to set it up, so you can introduce the character of Goku to the uh-huh. to the Western world, quote unquote. I'm doing quite. Yeah, but Child Goku is more of a Pixar-y character exactly. than doing, you know, Super Saiyan Goku. My point is, mm-hmm. it'd be a massive exposure for Pixar and Dragon Ball. Yeah, I still, I still don't think it would. I think I'll probably just I... die in the production t- uh, pipeline because it's two big companies. One's going to want big creative control, and they're not going to be able to have it because they're going to have to share it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think things like HBO working with the BBC on projects is easier because neither of them have intrinsic things that they're entire. They kind of just they. I think I think they literally just go like half and half on stuff. It'd be like. A... Which seems weird because obviously BBC is a free thing here. Obviously TV license. And then HBO is a paid thing in America. It's weird that they 
So like in America, you've got to pay for his that materials or Tebby or whatever. But in England, you're getting it for free. Well, you know, that's uh, that's good. Yeah, sucked in. Oh, <laughs> Canada <laughs> did the wrong. Brilliant. Uh, yeah, so I don't... I, Massive tangent there. Yeah, I don't think Scooby's going to do a cinematic universe. I think they'll do, like, just in the universe of these Scoob movies, all the other characters exist. Because they're not... Are they going to make a Hong Kong Fooey fucking movie? But they might might. They might make a, um... What is the, like, cartoon Dick Dastard is from? Wacky Races. Wacky, wacky you races, can make yeah. a Wacky Races film. Yeah. It's I, just driving and fun characters. Kids like that shit. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they have never really ever brought it back. Yeah. I, I, mean, don't, they, they I, brought it back. I mean, surely they probably did. They a brought it back as a cartoon and stuff, like in the same way that like Looney Tunes comes back as a cartoon. Uh-huh. I actually didn't mind the newest Looney Tunes. It's what a weird this? one where they like they do quite modernise. Yeah. It, and like Bugs and Daffy are just living in a flat together. <laughs> it's like a sitcom. so like I heard about it and was like, this is like this is sacrilege. What the fuck is this? And then I actually watched a couple of episodes. And I think when something is that old, like it maybe is a decent thing to do different mm. stuff with it and I think oh, it was okay. it doesn't always like you got the one where they were like it was like a sci-fi show L- Lunatics yeah where they were like superheroes and stuff that stuff was, that it, was crap the um, Duck Dodgers what... show was amazing mm. that, um, theme song by Tom Jones um, mm. yeah Lunatics is great <laughs> it, it really is I think um... but I guess Hanna-Barbera like I was, I was trying to say is more willing to just do dumb stuff yeah. like um, I mean, Super, the TV show did. Supernatural had a Scooby Doo episode. Brilliant. It wasn't a oh look, this is kind of wink wink. This is kind of Scooby Doo. I didn't get that far in the show. I'm sorry behind on it. But they they do just go into an episode of Scooby Doo and it's Brilliant. Greg and Daphne and everyone. Brilliant. Ima- <laughs> like imagine like you know Disney agreeing for someone to just be in a fucking Mickey Mouse cartoon for five minutes. That'd be pretty funny. I mean they've done it on very tenuous. Like, yeah, and who like, framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah, but that <laughs> was a weird thing where like it was part. No, that was it was a Disney movie, so it was Warner Brothers mm. that agreed to it. So right. It because Touchstone or whatever was owned by Disney at that point. As is everything else. We'll bring yeah, it up every episode. <laughs> Assume they'll own us. So it um, was more Daffy and uh, Bugs being in it that was weirder than mm. the, than the Disney people. But but I think you know Warner Brothers would probably. I like, kind of hope put, put, that something that. becomes of it. Really, mm. I think that I hope I hope it does because, I mean, they've kind of. From what I've seen from the trailers, I haven't seen the film. Uh, from in the Scoob film, they kind of just reimagine Dick Dastardly to be the same character, but now he just screams "Dick" a lot, <laughs> which right. is really funny. It's just it, his whole joke is that his name is Dick, That's so great. he's gonna shout "Dick" a lot. Yeah, but James, James, it's like a penis. I know. Again, it's pretty, I know, it's it's like pretty a penis. funny. I don't know why that should be so funny um, to me. Yeah, I guess let's keep going with the news. Mandalorian has been commissioned for a season three. Season two has not <laughs> wow. been filmed. Uh, season two was supposed to come out this year. Um, I don't, I don't even know if Disney ever admitted whether they'd filmed any of it. Because huh. like, there's this behind the scenes um, series of things they're doing, and the first episode is going to be on the Mandalorian. They're doing a bunch of on May the, on May the fourth. They're adding Rise of Skywalker to mm. Disney Plus. Glad I bought the Blu-ray. Um, they're going to add Resistance, which I guess I'll eventually watch, even though apparently it's not very good, mm-hmm. and they're adding this Mandalorian thing. But the fact that they filmed yeah. most of the show in, like, this studio with just, like, a 360-degree screen. It wasn't a Fantastic. green screen. It was just, like, they would project Tatooine or it, wherever onto this onto the With, screen. like, motion control yeah. cameras so that when it moves, the 3D environment that they've made... But Yeah, I mean, just, like, watch the show. It's brilliant. amazing. You can't tell. Like It's so brilliant. 
I assume that obviously there'll be green screen stuff like, you know, the multiple suns or the ships in the background. But I assume they at least film shit in the desert. I mean, at least I think, for like things like Tatooine. But they, I think honestly that's it. the future. Instead of blue screens and green screens, it'll be If that means, because when, even when they said, oh, Mandalorian season two will come out at the end of this year, that before I realised that's how they film Mandalorian, I was like, fucking hell, how? But they can probably pump it out pretty fucking quickly if it's all filmed yeah. in the same place. Just give, give the whole of the staff PPE, okay? And fucking yeah, I, this is obviously Corona uh, not being there. Like yeah. they were able to bump it out so quickly. We said the curse word one episode, That's fine. We're not even. We're nowhere near getting monetization on our YouTube no. videos anyway. No, no, um, no yet. These would just get flagged. <laughs> but by that time, they might not care anymore. Yeah. You know. Um. Because I can't remember what episode. I think it's the episode of the Mandalorian where it's like teach the villagers how to defend. Well, hmm. a bunch of things too in fact I watched an episode of Clone Wars that was essentially that the other day brilliant um, the, the actor who I've now Pedro Pascal I've remembered mm-hmm. him now he's not in that episode at all brilliant it's never him in, in the outfit which is which is brilliant really because <laughs> he was off filming a different episode <laughs> so they just got someone else in the suit and got him to dub the lines because obviously a la Deadpool, it's super easy to make them the Mandalorian say whatever the fuck you want because you never see his face. Exactly. Um, yeah, so yeah, season three of Mandalorian, it's a great show and I'm sure that they'll run it into the ground. Um, but... I hope not. Everything needs to die after a while. <laughs> you know, everything needs to die. the Simpsons. What the Simpsons become? Um, the Lady Gaga episode. Yeah, don't a lot of people like call that the day it died type of thing. No, nah, no, nah, the day it died was the... Uh... The episode when um, um, Seymour wasn't actually Seymour. Uh-huh. That was when he died. Because it's like the character just ignored it. The character just doesn't make any sense anymore. But I think they just ignored it and made well, the hope point. That people like, forgot. Even even though it was a wacky, silly like sitcom show, it wasn't like so ridiculous that it made no sense. Like, like if <laughs> if a character turned up. Mm-hmm. And it was weird for them to turn up. They might reference it in a future episode. Be like, do you remember from like that time, lol? But but how are you going to reference that? And they never reference it. It just gets weirder and weirder I think and there weirder. was something recently, like a year or two ago, where they did bring it up again. Because I think the show's at the point where they're like, like you know, who cares anymore? It's, um, gone, it's gone like a... Well, they would keep going up. And then it got to a quality where it just dipped horribly. And now apparently it's to, kind no of plateaued to a... It's pretty like bog standard at this point. Which but... is just like, why make it anymore? Because still a lot of people fucking watch it. Like, you know, it's it's pretty popular on Disney Plus. People are still watching it because obviously, like, it's all on there. Uh, this is, um, I, I, I got the majority of this news yesterday. And I thought, I'll just check quickly uh, today mm-hmm. if there was anything else. And I just like this headline. Um, the Goonies. Steven Spielberg says not to expect a sequel anytime soon. That, that article was from 22 hours ago, not 1987. Yeah. <laughs> not, to not to expect, expect a, a sequel, sequel anytime time. soon. It's been 30 years. Need... Maybe we should go ask if there's going to be a, a sequel Brolin, to Citizen Kane. Josh Brolin's like, what, in his 50s at this point? Exactly. And he just comes back going, hey, you knuckleheads, what are you doing in this well? <coughs> Broke my back. <laughs> are you going to get Corey Feldman back and all the shit that's happened in his life? Unbelievable. <laughs> Who would ever need to be? Who would ever need to say that? Isn't the, the I'm pretty sure two of the three of the villains are dead. Oh my lord! It's unreal, unreal. 
But who asked? I didn't read the full article. I've got. I'll see if like. But who asked him? Going. What do you think? Uh, what do you think of Goonies too? And Steven Berger like the. F- it's twit. What? <laughs> it's like making a, a sequel to Citizen Kane or, or Metropolis or something. Oh, when's the? They did. I, okay, I think because they did like a live. When's the stream sequel coming reunion. to the longest day? Yeah, I'll just resurrect John Wayne. <laughs> They, I think they did, yeah, they did a, uh, like, a live stream uh, reunion, like, every month. Oh, I see, day. I see. Um, so I think they just asked him in that, like, do we get another one? I mean, I don't... I don't no. no. <laughs> just say no. Have a look at all these other Zoom windows and how old everybody is at this point. <laughs> if I was him, I'd honestly, I'd honestly take the piss out of whoever asked. But what are you talking about? Look at us. I'm pretty sure, like... What do you a want couple to of the ha- actors like did nothing afterwards. What do you want to happen in the film? What do you want to happen? It would just be... a bunch of old men running around. Right when train Brilliant. when train spotting does a sequel that's twenty years after and the characters have just got old and more depressing and going yeah. wow we fucking wasted our lives on heroin and shit. Exactly. That work that works for train spotting because in that world it's dark and depressing anyway. But also if the sequel for Goonies is just face and, and everyone and. <laughs> Coming back for 30 years. Sloth's dead. Of course he is. He was a deformed creature. He's mm. gone. He probably lived about two weeks after the first movie. Poor man. And they, 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 you know, it's been 30 years and they're just going like, <laughs> they're just there, just like, oh, I remember 30 years ago when we had that really cool weekend and our lives never recovered. And it's just like, that's, it's just going to be depressing. Like, if they ever did it, which of course they're not. It's like there was talks of trying to do a Back to the Future 4, which obviously due to Michael J. Fox anyway. Like, they couldn't mm. even get him to reprise himself in the Telltale game. Yeah. They had to get a sound alike. Which is a shame, because... How... They did They did get him to play, like, a McFly from a different time, I think, and got which... Michael J. Fox to play that, but... Which is weird, because... It's not like he... No, he his voice sound... is, is, is different, because obviously it doesn't... Oh, really? Yeah. Um, wow. If you, if you like, if you watch any interviews with him from That's so the brilliant. last, like, 20 oh years that... Like, Stuart Little was one of the last <clears throat> things he did where his voice was still kind of what most people would be like. He voiced oh, Stuart Little? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Stuart what? Little. What? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. My Don't God. Do you remember the time he was like, Doc, I'm a, I'm a mouse, Doc. This is crazy. Nah, nah, nah. And they just, the car runs over him. But just like, you know, they make mouse. this game 25 years after and they're like, Michael J. Fox, you know, you can't, your voice isn't the same. We can't really do it anymore. Christopher Lloyd, you're fine. We'll just we'll it's still hilarious, use yeah. you because you have you look seventy five when we filmed Back to the Future. Do you know how old he and was? And he hasn't aged. He was forty. He was forty. He was forty. Oh my god! But the thing is, he still looks like Doc <laughs> Brown. He hasn't aged for that since he has. He still looks ancient. When you get to Back to the Future three, and he's like, "Oh, I've been in the Wild West for twenty years, buddy." It's like, have you? <laughs> you look the same. <laughs> it looks like nothing's changed. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's interesting. Isn't it? I think, uh, I think, yeah. It's like, you know, sometimes they do do sequels 20 years after the. We talked about, like, uh, comedies getting, you know, Zoolander 2, Anchorman 2, things like that. Like, they get sequels years after the fact. But just, if you start to make sequels to 80s movies, then it's wild. Do you know there's a Back to the Future musical now? I didn't. No, my sister works on it. Um, yes. Yeah. Well, my sister, not sister. She's. Actually, let's thing. not get into it. But, um, yeah, she, <laughs> she works on it and she's, like, met Bob Gale and stuff. Nice. Uh, which is pretty cool. But you know what? Uh, you know what I was gonna say. I just want to know what the music is for that. I mean, obviously the do power of love at some point. You'd imagine the difference between Train Spotting 
and Back to the Future. <laughs> it's not the Back heroine. To the future. It's the heroine, the but mostly. Goonies is also the is heroine. That, it's an adult film to begin with. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can I just do a used reprisal. it. I use it as an example of like, because if you, the only way you can do a Goonies sequel this far along is gonna be depressing and how their lives never got any better than when they exactly. were twelve. But like, you know. You couldn't make it, it works in Trains Plane because they were already at a shit point in the first one. But I don't know how. Um... Look, but hey, it would have it would have been worse. How Bill and Ted's gonna turn out? Yeah, we'll see. I need to actually watch those, I guess. But um... the first one's okay. That's all I need to see. It would have been a weirder story, right? If I read out Steven Spielberg said, Steven Spielberg said, yeah, it's in the pipeline. Yeah. <laughs> You should be like, no, what the fuck do you want us to write about? Uh, Jesus, what a strange question. <laughs> um, so I thought, that for like, even though we, we managed to bash 30 minutes out of yeah. no news. Yeah, no so news. Well done. Just riffing on We did on good. <laughs> At one point we were stabbing children. Um, <laughs> yeah, and getting people to pay us to etch their names yeah. into them. I so, if the you're tw- listening, still haven't made the I don't know yet, why. But I'll get the, I'll get the child stabbing patron. That's I'll, right. Yeah, I'm sure that'll work. I feel um, like, you know what? When I, when I put this on YouTube, I'm not going to put it as not for children. I don't think... Uh, <laughs> I've I don't already... Think like, we're, we're listed as explicit on the podcast. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm joking, of course. When it, when actually uh, advertising um, the children. Uh, <laughs> don't, want, don't want them to know what their future is. Yeah. We're going to get them. And how bleak it is. Yeah. Mr. Skywalker, there's too many of them. <laughs> What are we going to do? He says it like that, yeah. doesn't he? Master Skywalker. I probably he probably was George Lucas' like second that's cousin or something. There's a picture of him with a uh, Adrian Christian now, which was good. What up. like the the kid, the kid he killed? Like, oh, <laughs> Skywalker. Why is he like a little Cockney British boy? Do you mean to be like? It's like Tim? in um, it's like in Force Awakens when um. Harrison Ford is having like the conversation with the two like rivaling gangs that he owes money to, and it's just that guy comes in and goes, He's "You still owe money to Kanja Club? I'll tell that to Kanja Club or oh, BBA as with Han Solo. It's like there's a Scotland in space. Yeah, is there? It's brilliant. If you go if you go two planets down the road from Hoff, you'll find Glasgow. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I suppose it's kind of hard in those sort of situations where it is so like fantastical the world do you do you start questioning accents yeah i guess you can't like in, but i Why think is i think when from scottish, new zealand you know yeah um i think and, and ego every single clone <laughs> exactly every um, clone I know some clinkers. <laughs> we're clients yet for some reason we have a very specific regional accent does everyone else on camino have this accent no they're, they're weird long neck bitches they don't sound like this but exactly. i do um Especially because I think we talked about this, Boba Fett technically isn't um, Jango Fett. Even Jango Fett technically isn't even a Mandalorian. Exactly. Um, Makes no sense. In Star, I guess when you when you go, they're either kind of English sounding or American sounding. It's not that jarring because posh English and like standard, not really specific American. Yeah. Is kind. There's nothing to it. Like that's just kind of yeah. talking. But when you start bringing Scottish people or New Zealand people in, yeah. then you're questioning it a bit more. Like, because it's, it's their accents regional. are so. Just imagine a Geordie, like a Geordie Sith. Like, exactly. Oh, don't worry, Emperor. I'll get it done. Like, <laughs> it would be. Darth Maul's just got a Geordie accent. Oh, that would ruin him. <laughs> Can you imagine? Get out of the way, Padme Pet. I'm going to stab Queen Quagmire. <laughs> 
How are you? Uh, I think you support someone in here. <laughs> just screaming, who way? I'm wearing as he dude. jumps. I'm wearing. <laughs> Oh, hey, man. How are you? <laughs> we'll stop you, evil Steve. How are you, man? Get fucked. <laughs> Just doing a double double jump. Mm. Can you imagine? We're instead talking of, about doubles every of, episode now. Oh, he's got red and black stripes. So it's uh, No, if he had white and white and black stripes, he's just, just changed it to Newcastle. Maybe that's why they haven't shown any of uh, his race with white and black. Because... They don't they show, was, they don't show speaking... any others with red and black. They're all... The male... The, the male people from... Daphomir, they're all yellow. They're all oh. yellow and black. It's just Darth Maul's red. He's edgy. I guess. Yeah, maybe paints himself. Yeah. Um, How about that? So we're going to talk. I thought we need a topic. What's something um, that that has popcorn and regret in it? You know. Hmm, let me think. Um, a cinema goer uh-huh. that hates their life. No, good, but we can't. We can't. I can't churn thirty minutes out of that. Right. Well, um, probably more right, than thirty yeah. minutes. Let's be honest. Probably like forty. Um, but I thought video game movies—they're never good, are they? Bloody hell, they're not, are they? Um, there isn't so, a single good one I can think of. Obviously, we won't talk about all of them. Um, that's just fun. No, I mean, Detective Pikachu and Sonic aren't bad. I mean, they're the best yep. case scenario. Yeah. But we'll get to them. They're you at know the bottom what? of the list. <laughs> you know what's funny? They're the newest. Really? Yeah, they are. No, they're, they're, I mean, maybe maybe I mean, it's turning there's, around. Huh? There's your favourite film, Monster Hunter. That's uh, that's still coming out. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you I'm really go, looking forward to, go to Yeah, yeah. So, so glad they got the same people from Resident Evil. Uh, right? We'll get to Resident Evil. Oh, yeah, we will. But we need to start with, with the first video game movie, which of course was the Super Mario What is Mario this going Brothers. by? This is going by year. Okay. So this is uh, a Wikipedia list. There is These are films. There are also TV shows and animated stuff, but these are just live action. All right. Theatrical films. Live action, quote unquote. Uh-huh. Super Mario Bros. The one that's coming out, or...? The one that came out. Oh. The John Leguizamo, Bob Hoskins one. I think they had, um... Some rather revolutionary CG in it. Which is fun- which is about the... Oh, it cost a lot. It was like the most expensive film at the time. Really? Something like that. It was, yeah. I mean, it was also a disaster and a mess. And they, did, <laughs> yeah. and they got... This <laughs> is something that still happens now, is a, a director or a group of directors... Two directors in this case... We'll do an indie film that will get traction, and they'll do one film that had like ten pound budget, mm. seven people, and then be like, "You can do a big film." It's like Josh Trank with Fantastic, like he made yeah. Chronicle for five p. They're like, "You can do Fantastic Four, and then the man had a breakdown, and the film crumbled into what it was. Did so, he really have a breakdown? Yeah, like proper, like yeah. He hasn't really no. Full he details. hasn't really recovered. No, he Fuck he has, no, you... he wrote a letterboxed review of Fantastic like a year or two ago, and he was like. Yeah, there's a lot of things that went wrong with this movie. Things that I'll tell you another time. But I like I've seen this movie once, like before it got released, and I was in a fucking terrible state, so I don't remember it. And he's like, <sighs> not that like they fucked him around and they kept changing the movie, and then like yeah, I, d- I don't like I think he had personal stuff going on. His dogs fucking wrecked the house at some point. Like we'll I end think, up doing an episode of Unforced at some point. When you're there. jumping so so far in your career and a lot's riding. Well, he it. was supposed to do a Boba Fett movie after that. Well, it was never announced to be a Boba Fett movie, but it was very much suspected what it was going to be after Solo was going to be a Boba Fett movie, which would have been good. Yeah, they'll probably rope him into Mandalorian at this point, I imagine. Um, yeah, true. Yeah, Super Mario Brothers. Um, the Gumbers are big seven-foot pe- uh, guys in suits, as opposed to little mushroom boys. Mm. Um, Terrible. Bowser is a man. He's just a man. He's not a dragon. They lizard. have guns. They have guns. There's, aren't they? They're the, they're the super zappers from the yeah. NES that they just like painted black. 
uh, Yoshi is just a real dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. It's just a real... Because you know, that's because the Goombas are supposed to be... Di- they're all supposed to be dinosaurs. You know what the worst bit about it is? It's mm. a really good dinosaur, though. It's not, oh, yeah, it's it's not well poorly done. made. No, for it looks really well. good. It just doesn't look anything like the fucking character. It made twenty million. I don't. I don't know if that, that'll probably be an eighty-three money. So that uh, sorry, ninety-three. An eighty-three money. Uh, that'll be. That needs to be. A that'd single. be weird if it came out in nineteen eighty-three. Yeah. Judged by the fact that Mario was invented in nineteen eighty-five. Yeah, well, they were really ahead of the curve. It was ninety-three. So it was. It was a post-Jurassic Park world, but still huh. decent. Yeah. Dinosaur. I mean, it was like it was nice, like animatronics and stuff. I'm just just mm. saying it was good. But that was the idea. Was uh, it was like an alternate universe where the asteroid didn't kill the dinosaurs. But they still huh. kind of evolved into humans, apparently. Evidenced by Cooper, King Cooper, or Bowser. Yeah, I'm not sure. Sh- yeah, um, interesting. So, like, there. Goombas were dinosaurs, and Yoshi was... I mean, Yoshi is always supposed to be a dinosaur, but a realistic to, dinosaur. They feel the need to, like... They're like, oh, there isn't enough going on with this video game. I have to wreck on it. Do you, though? I mean... Do you? If you make Super... Like, Super Mario as a cartoon surely would kind of work. Princess yeah. needs saved. It's... You know, you know, Toad's going, you know, it's all cartoon mm. cute. When you try and make it live action, this Blade Runner esque, dark, gritty <laughs> sci fi city that they put the movie in, it's very weird. Apparently, John Leguizamo and Bob Hoskins were just, towards the end, were just off their tits, pissed every day. I mean, fucking lads. At one point, mad lads. Drunkenly, John Leguizamo, who's the voice of Sid in the Ice Age movies, Brilliant. if you don't know. Um, this is like his first movie. He slammed Bob Hoskins' fingers uh, in in a door, and like there's like a take somewhere of him losing his Italian accent, going, "Are you fucking wanker? What the fuck are you doing, mate?" Oh my god. Um, yeah, it's just apparently the directors were basically just not there towards the end. Like they just kind of like were just going, "Yeah, sure." And like you said, it was like the biggest film. It was the most expensive film ever at the time. I mean, they probably got a paycheck. They they didn't need to worry. And they tried to they they um quite famously gave Mario and Luigi uh, surnames. Yeah. Uh, yeah they are Mario sure. Mario and Luigi Mario. That yeah. is their names. So Very they're strange. the Super Mario Brothers because it's their surname. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's awful. But there is a, supposedly another one coming out. Huh. Well, I mean, oh, that'll uh, be the elimination minute, I you meant a sequel yeah, to that. I mean, Bob Hoskins like... is long dead. <laughs> <laughs> Please, no. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it'd be Illumination, so it'll suck, but it'll make a lot of money. And it'll be, you know, palatable, basically. Uh-huh. Like all of their films are. Anyone think the Emoji movie's that bad, really? That no. was Sony. You could, I mean, doesn't matter. And yes, they I suck. do. That movie broke me at the end, honestly, because... You saw it. Cause, oh, God. Oh, not legally. Um, well, let's pretend it was. <laughs> let's pretend. No, he did see it legally. He went to the cinema and said, thank you, Mr. Sony, as he bought his ticket. Not. Um... It broke me because the the end of the because the whole movie mm. is that the main character he doesn't like only feeling one emotion. So at the oh, end, oh fuck, he is sends, it really? Yeah, Jesus, he, he, he's a met emoji, but he feels so much more. Yeah. So at the end, he he becomes a gif basically. <laughs> really. Of, he becomes a gif of a bunch of different emojis. He's every emotion, and this guy's this this kid who's like whose phone he's in is like just trying to. Trying to trying to fuck this this other ten year old. Yeah. And and um he like sends an emoji. <laughs> trying to fuck this other ten year old. He tries to send the Mert emoji, but he's decided I'm gonna be everything. So he becomes this gif of a different bunch of emojis, right? And the girl goes up to him and says, Oh, you're not like you're not like other boys. You can really show what you're feeling. 
and I and I and I no word of a lie rolled off the sofa that I was watching it on. I just kind of sat there. For he 10 means minutes. the cinema seat you were sitting in. That's yeah, that sure. And 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 I I just laid there for a minute and went, what's the point? What's the point in ever trying to be a screenwriter if this movie gets just made? mass burning of film? I'd man. lost faith in 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 oh, my entire everything. Brilliant. I just fucking that hell. movie broke me. So that yes, so the Emoji bad. movie is that bad. <laughs> Jesus. Um, you know the random movie generator spinner hasn't come out yet. Maybe we'll get. Maybe we'll get. Yeah, that. maybe. Maybe we can die. You know. Hey, um, we didn't talk about the film that we watched. Yeah, because we get that to the end when we talk about. Like, yeah, yeah, true, true. Uh, we spent too much time on the news. It's going to be a long episode. It is going to be. I'll skip the vast majority of these video game movies that we haven't seen. Uh, we got Street Fighter, starring Carly Minogue. It was very dumb, wasn't it? It was very dumb. I mean, it was kind of fun though. <laughs> like it's fun, but it's dumb. That, um, it was just another Tuesday. I mean, what a brilliant line! What a brilliant line! I wish it was anything but. Let's make Let's make the all American Guile played by <laughs> John Claude Van Damme, who is some form of Eastern European. <laughs> I think he's Dutch. Yeah, they're all they're all from one of them, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, Dolph Lundgren and Arnold Schwarzenegger. They're all from one of those. Arnold Schwarzenegger is from Austria. Yeah, Dolph Lundgren is possibly also Austrian. No, he's he's not. He might be Swedish. Nope. I'm pretty sure he's Dutch. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, Kylie Minogue, the Australian woman, plays the British cabbie. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's all over the place, man. It is. It is my favourite thing is they made, a, they made a game. So they made mm. Street Fighter, the movie, the, the game, game, which is based on the game Street Fighter, which in turn inspired the movie. Which is just movie. people posing. Like... Yeah, it's made like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> they made weird. it the same way Mortal Kombat even though it's a weird, Street Fighter weird, game. Weird. which leads us on to the next movie which came out a year later which was well actually six months later which was Mortal Kombat um, um and it's terrible sequel yeah all the more Mortal Kombat films were pretty bad I mean uh yeah they had like a YouTube show at one point which wasn't awful oh. apparently the new animated ones semi-decent the problem I have with the both the old Mortal Kombat movies and there is a new one coming out being produced by James Wan um, Interesting. It's like a, it's like a mostly all Asian cast, other than huh. like characters like Johnny Cage who aren't Asian. Well, um, it is pretty like Asian inspired. Yes, but it's cool that they're going for like you know full Asian cast and stuff. And um, yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, but the thing that that movie's doing that these two <coughs> didn't is they're letting Mortal Kombat be R rated. Good. Thank fuck for that. My God. Because you know it's you make... literally a game about uber <laughs> violence. Like. But the thing is, because the kids love Mortal Kombat, so like you know, that's not so much the case now. Like. Every, it, like fucking anyone over the age of eighteen fucking likes Mortal Kombat. You, I mean, you don't have to. You don't even like if you're like games. the most ten, like tenuous into yeah. video games. If you like video games a bit, you probably like Mortal Kombat. If you don't own it or if you haven't played it, you've probably seen it and was like, that looks mm. cool. Mortal Kombat now has its core fan base of the right age but at the time exactly. when they were like well the kids love this violent one but they were like well we can't make the movie violent because then kids can't see it because obviously an arcade doesn't have a guy going like hey where's your ID before you play Mortal Kombat I mean we were born in 98 we don't know arcades yeah I don't know uh, other than the free time crisis things they'll put in a bowling alley arcades are gone <laughs> fucking time um, crisis what a game eh do you remember the ending do you it think I like ever a... beat it <laughs> do you think I ever got past the first level <laughs> I mean I was dedicated uh-huh. My House of the Dead, fucking great. Great, um, I'm just, I'm just, okay. Yeah. Moving I mean, on. there is a House of the Dead movie that we'll get to. Yeah. Is it going to be as good as the game, though? No. Really none not. of these are. They made, uh, the so yeah, the Mortal Kombat movies are, are, are kind of cheesy, kind of kind of fun, but they don't Not do... very Mortal Kombat. 
they don't do the the violence in Mortal Kombat really. Which is a big thing. Which is it? the yeah. whole thing. It bit, was it was the, when they were making it, they were like, why don't we make Street Fighter look violent? And that and that's still to the point. Uh. That's still what Mortal Kombat is now. It's I mean obviously Western fighters play a lot differently to Eastern to, to Japanese fighters. I do love Street Fighter. Um, I know you're more Street Fighter. I'm a yeah. lot more Mortal Kombat. Oh my Scorpion's falling down, but he is up there. Um, no one can't see him. He's falling down. You know. Um, yeah, I'm definitely a lot more Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat 10 was my fucking life for a while. Um, Street, super Ultra Street Fighter 4 was mine. New Street Fighter, not a fan. So. Yeah, I mean, I've got to say. it sold itself on its violence, so removing that kind of is kind it of ruined up. Uh, what came out after that was the Wing Commander movie, which is just kind of interesting because of like its cast. It had quite a famous. Ca- it had uh, Freddie Prince Jr. and Matthew, Matthew Lillard. That's where they met before being uh, Fred and Shaggy and Scooby Doo. Mark right. Hamill was in it. Right. In one of his rare on-screen films post Star Wars, because he doesn't do that many. He... In Wing Commander. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> I never saw this film. Although I might be wrong, Mark Hamill might actually be in one of the games. He might not be in the movie. I'm, uh... I might be wrong, but. Mark Hamill at one point was in Wing Commander. Right. Isn't it just like... Just flying planes, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Right, okay. I, Top Gun was popular, I guess. Yeah. Well, popular enough they've got a goddamn sequel coming out. I guess... Um... And good enough, apparently. They've got What's-His-Face from Mad Men. Yeah, I'd never seen the first Top Gun. And, I mean, I, I don't think I am I am as... It's a... As much of a American freedom-loving straight man as, <laughs> as I need to be to enjoy Top Gun. It's more of a, like, a graduation drama or something like mm-hmm. that you know then uh because there's no there's no and real they, fighting in it. and they fly over to the to the danger zone that's the plot right they do go into the danger zone right where how, how do they get there with planes when's the highway involved um well he does drive a bike okay is so that probably drive the, the bike. highway is that yeah. the highway to the danger zone? Well, um, that if he gets is? on the highway with his bike uh-huh. and he drives to his base uh-huh. via the highway, yeah, then but... that's the highway eventually <laughs> to the danger zone. <laughs> highway, of, highway to the place where I'll find the plane that will lead, lead me to, to the, the danger, danger zone. zone. Exactly. Highway to, to the place, place where my plane <laughs> is that I'll get in, which will eventually take me to the danger zone. <laughs> the danger zone. Yeah, but we talked about um, John Hamm kind of just doing whatever the fuck he wants yeah. and his agents hate him for it because they keep getting like really high paying jobs and he's like I don't want to do it and then like Baby Driver comes along and he's like that sounds fun I'll do that or Black Ridiculous. Mirror or whatever so he probably just really likes Top Gun he's you know he's a he's a middle aged American man but he has got a hell of a face he does he's a beautiful man very chiseled very, very handsome ha- yeah, yeah he's like just traditionally handsome he just looks like it a... Put, put the boy in a suit, he's flawless. If you drew, like, a picture... Maybe of like not the a, hottest man in the world. ...of a lead actor from the 50s, yeah. it would look like him. <laughs> Five minutes ago, I just said, I'm not straight enough. And now we're just talking about how... How beautiful, how beautiful John, John Hamm is. is. Yeah. This is great. This is next great one. for my family, who, who who still question my sexuality. No, uh, no, the no, next, questioning it some more. The, the, the next movies, we might as well talk <laughs> about all three of them. Um, yeah. We'll start with the Angelina Jolie ones, the Lara Croft movies. Uh, Daniel Craig's Big Break was the first Lara Croft movie. He's got a really shitty American accent. <laughs> Does he? Yeah. I've never. I don't remember. I don't think I ever saw the sequel, but I do remember seeing the first Tomb Raider movie. I mean, it's pretty well in capturing of what Tomb Raider was yeah. in two thousand one. Because yeah. obviously back then was you know Tomb Raider was a lot different to what it is now. It was it was pretty simple. 
Kind Angelina Jolie is a pretty good choice misty. to play that version of Lara Croft as well. It's like a, I'd say, a precursor to Uncharted in a big way. Not oh well, yeah, Uncharted, is, but it's was themes as well. To... Like it isn't as whimsical. It's quite funny because it does have a, a main protagonist that's meant to be like quite attractive. Mm-hmm. I mean, Lara Croft had big polygonal titties, but yeah, Nathan Drake is a bit more everyman than yeah. Lara Croft is because you know you've got the second game where you're locking your butler in a fridge. And shit like that. Like she well, had he, a massive he, mansion. He's and all still that like the epi- like the epitome of like this is what every man wants to be. Yeah, like, it's quite it's like quite he's funny. Not like, how... He's not every man like he's going to the pub. Like the pub, and he's got a beer belly. So Lara Croft inspired by Indiana Jones. Uh, Uncharted is inspired by Tomb Raider, and then the Tomb Raider remake trilogy yeah, inspired is inspired by, by Uncharted. Uncharted. So it's it's all like you know yeah. it's, it's filled itself out. No, I think at least the first one is cheesy and dumb, but I also think. Lara, uh, Tomb Raider at the time was kind of cheesy and because so, yeah. in the earlier games like there's like angels and demons and shit and like yeah. the krakens in it's one pre- that pre- I played it gets pretty ridiculous. I've only played Underworld a bit of Anniversary and then I've played the remake so at least two of them uh, the reboot so like they're very different so when we get to the Alicia Silverstone one from last year mm. that doesn't capture the remake as much as I think the um, Angelina Jolie one captures what the games were at yeah. the time. I think there is a, there is a 15-20 minute section of the newer one um, which is spot on the remake um, where she falls out the plane and she gets like impaled by a tree and she's like going down off this tree wreck and she's just getting beaten up and surviving and I'm like there you go that's what I liked about the remake that really sums it up mm. and then like but then it ends with her like got her hair in the in the in the like the braid pigtails like in the old games and she like picks up like silver gun and then goes to nick frost i'll take two and it's oh, like God. but i'm like but aren't you trying to be the remake because now you're trying to be like oh we're gonna go back to the old stuff like which which game are you trying to adapt here because I they're think, very different i think the problem is is that because the old game is i've got big tits look at me shoot guns exactly. and the new games are like I'm a survivor who's grown into, you know, she... This fucking super killer. Yeah, she's Tomb Raider, and then she rises, and then she has a shadow. That's, you yeah. know, the trilogy. <laughs> um, I, think I don't know how was... you rise in the second one. Surely you did that in the first one. I think the problem was that it was a pretty strange and outdated, I say now, concept. Although very fun for the game. Uh-huh. Mystic, sexual character. Um, and then they made the film pretty fucking accurately. Like, the film is a really good interpretation of those games, even though it's not a great film. Yeah. And then that blew up the exposure of Tomb Raider as this character to a lot of people. So now when Tomb Raider's come back as a fucking excellent game... Yeah. And... The movie doesn't know what to do. It doesn't they're like, like well, Do we be the game, or do we be what film-goers think Lara Croft is? What, what she used to be. Yeah. Well, they are making a sequel, and I liked... I, I saw good... There was a lot of dumb stuff in the remake where, like... Once it leaves trying to be the remake, of the reboot of the game, I think it kind of loses it. But I was like, oh, sequel, nice. But now I'm kind of thinking, like, what way is the sequel going to go? Is the mm-hmm. sequel going to try and be like Rise of the Tomb Raider, like the sequel to the game? Or is it going to dive heavily into trying to be the old stuff again? I think one game that definitely needs uh, a real-life interpretation is Uncharted. Yeah, I mean, we'll, that's on the upcoming section, because it was supposed oh. to start filming, like... Two weeks ago, and obviously they're gonna have it. someone shit for it though, which will really annoy me. I um, can't just get no Lenore. I think, well, I think, well, everyone, there's that Nathan Fillion. Um, he was. That's it. There oh. was that fan film that 
people got they got him for and it was pretty well made but i think what they're doing and i think it's a decent way of doing it is they're doing like things set before the games because ah. the games are already very cinematic mm. it makes sense to kind of just not try and remake because you can't try and remake the games into movies because they already do that which is it's tom holland playing nathan mm. drake he's playing a younger nathan drake Oh, oh no! And and then oh, uh, no. Mark, Mark Wahlberg oh, is Sully, I think. Yeah, so it's it's you know uh, Uncharted Three starts with like how they met. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, no. Yeah, I know. I hate Mark oh, Wahlberg I didn't too. Stop talking. Let's move on. Um, Jesus. Yeah, I think it's set after like the prequel scene from after the Uncharted Three. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. No. We'll see. I like Tom Holland. It's gonna be bad. Well, maybe. Tom Holland has like a a, a movie that has apparently going to be awful and it's had like years of reshoots with like him and daisy ridley and like neither of them ever talk about it because they're kind of just hoping that no one thinks about it ever what film is that i can't remember what it's called if but it's apparently this... it's... no it's not uncharted daisy ridley would love to be in a big film like uncharted you've seen her in interviews she's fucking like begging for like please just someone hire me for something yeah. i was in star wars um she could have been a good tomb raider she i was literally in my head when i was saying that angelina jolie was good i was going like i think they tried to get daisy ridley I, I, I think what? she looks like the remake of, of Lara Croft. And she she's and it. she's got the sort of build for it. Yeah. You know? Angelina Jolie's like... <laughs> yeah, Angelina yeah, like, I'm a model. Angelina Jolie, but that's what oh, Tomb so Raider hot. was then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Moving on. What have we got? There's a House of the Dead movie, which I've never seen. If they just made a good interpretation of the House of the Dead, the original arcade, it'd be fucking incredible. I think... Okay, so House of the Dead, Blood Rain, Alone in the Dark... Possibly also Dead and Alive. I think Postal as well. Possibly also Far Cry. Postal? What? Yeah. These are all what? movies made... These... All those movies are made by this guy called Uwe Ball, uh-huh. who would just buy the rights for very cheap, and they're basically tax write-off movies, and they're terrible. Really? And he's a terrible person, and these movies are shit. But they were they were tax scams. He was able to get the rights for House of the Dead for super cheap or something, and then make them as these shitty shitty films and every now and then he would get someone really big i think ben kingsley is in the blood rain movie something <laughs> stupid like that and house and alone in the dark has chris chris slater huh. um yeah whatever that he's shitty he then made a bunch of uh swat team movies called rampage he made like a trilogy of them and he tried to sue the dwayne the rock johnson rampage movie that we'll get to i guess wow he's like oh well you've made oh well now people can't find my movies when they google rampage they get your one but he was like degrading it going like your dumb video game movie and it's like you've made 20 like yeah. <laughs> um so yeah how's uh, they're all shit and nothing like the games yeah. as far as I know. Jesus. Then we've got the Resident Evil franchise, so Resident Evil but Apocalypse. Let's just touch Extraction, on this real Extraction, quick. Sorry. Um, they fucking Afterlife suck. Afterlife and Retribution. I don't care if you think they're good. They suck. And, they're and nothing like seen, the video games. I've seen uh, 10 they're minutes not really of scary. I've seen 10 minutes of Apocalypse. And the plot gets dumber every time because they keep ending on cliffhangers yeah. like, mmm, and here's Wesker. Mm, but also, there's more zombies. Doesn't and then that, they're just like, oh, they all died of, in between Doesn't that kind part? of encompass the oh. actual Resident Evil franchise? But it doesn't. <laughs> Until like, recently, they've, they've picked themselves back up again. Like, Resident Evil 1, 2, 3, 4. None of them were, like, ended with, like, mm, but there's more. And then you got to the other game and, like, yeah, we, we dealt with that in the time you didn't see. <laughs> the newest Resident Evil film and the Resident Evil film before that Resident Evil film before the newest one was like, mm, Wesker's president. Oh, you've come to save us. And they're at the White House and they're fighting off the dead. And it's the last of mankind. Whatever dumb bullshit, right? 
Next film, everyone's dead and Wesker's gone. What? So they were just like, you just, just write off all the characters that were in the film from, from the last bit. Again. Yeah. Um, Fucking terrible. Yeah, well, they've gone on to the, uh, the, the director and actress from those movies are making the Monster Hunter World movie, which is going to be your favourite movie. So. Yeah. So I don't know why you're Yeah, that's good, 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 good. Um, that's Doom, the say. Doom movie. St- uh, early on in The Rock's acting days, post-Scorpion King. Uh, you know what? It's just such a shame to hear about all this because there's such good stories, such good, like, uh-huh. Ludo narrative going on. We've g- Do these you games think already. they could make a Doom movie? Do you think yeah. a Doom movie could work? Yeah. Do you not think a lot of the appeal of Doom, at least... Well, no, not even just the remakes. I think of all of them, bar three, I think the appeal of... Because I've played one, two reboot and eternal hey you get um an arnold schwarzenegger-esque character from his hercules days when he's not an actor he's just he's just this fucking ripped ass guy at his prime well that's a guy like that don't get him say a lot don't get him act a lot have people act interact with him his motives does the silent protagonist type of character work in a movie yes because if you have other characters that imply and insinuate his actions his motives then you know what's going on like it does in the video game. There's a lot of narrative going on, what's called Ludo narrative. Mm-hmm. Where at least in the case of Eternal, maybe yeah, not so much in the it, other one. It's the game where, but even in even in the original Doom, mm-hmm. you know that there's some this guy's working you up and he's trying to stop demons and this person's trying to bring about. Are oh, you talking about 2016? Yeah. Okay. And it's just like that's all you need to know. More of that. You can yeah, have... I just I feel like a lot of the appeal of Doom is is and the perfectness of playing it. I don't like. The, What's the appeal of John Wick, really? Is it the yeah, story? Yeah, I, I get that. It's, um, it's the fight scenes. It's the cool action pieces. Well, they tried it's the to, cool dialogue. I think one thing you've got to remember about the Doom movie and one of the reasons it does the things it does is it came out post-Doom 3, which is when Doom went a bit more survival horror. Yeah. So it was trying to be yeah. Doom 3 more than it was trying to be Doom 1 and 2. I don't have a problem with But they had like the misdirect of everyone thinking The Rock was going to be the Doom guy, but then he's actually the villain. Yeah. Yeah, you know, whatever. I, but then they had like a. They had that first person scene that was kind of cool. Yeah, that's. But that's five minutes in a two-hour movie. Exactly. <laughs> My point is that you can make a, you can make great films from all of these films that I've been spoken about, if you just look and you think about the art of video games with enough respect as you think about the art and the, and, the narratives for mm. films. If you can say, well, I know what the narrative is for this, I know what it makes me feel, what it, the story makes me feel, and what the game's about, I can transform this into a film because I know. But these people don't know. They don't play... F- Do you mean the fucking makers of Doom? They just looked at footage, Doom 3, and were like, well, they, all right, they it's a survival um, horror, apparently. They made a new Doom movie last year. Apparently it's not dreadful for what it is and how cheap it was made. The thing is, though, but... when you have a film on that scale where it's cheap, and it's and it's made, and it and it's still good. Mm-hmm. That's because it's made by people that appreciate what Doom's about. Yeah, I get. I don't like. There's Imagine some weird stuff. About, I don't think the Doom guy's involved in it. I'm pretty sure the main main character's a woman. Yeah, but that'd be difficult, wouldn't it? Like to to get mm-hmm. that character to make a good film with that character. It's better if you just got a random person, yeah. which is what they did. Um, apparently, it's not dreadful. Although it's the, can be made. it tried to distance themselves and were like, we've got nothing to do with this. Um. Yeah, but this is we're getting at the period where video game movies were like no one because video games you got to remember are still kind of relatively new. Like mm. at this point, like I think uh, they only existed twenty years. I think there's still a large public perception, though, that video games are like 
an inferior art form as well. Big time. Yeah, I mean, if people look at the most popular games in the world, like, you know, your Call of Duties, your Fortnites and stuff. Like, I like Fallout and uh, Fallout, um, Fortnite, and I used to like Call of Duty, and, like, things like that, then, you know, they, they look not that artistically valuable. Mm. But, cause that's, but people aren't really looking at that. They're not looking at The Last of Us or Uncharted or... Ori and the Will and the Wisps it's, and it's or like, like Hollow Knight, like games that are like that, like artistically are beautiful or like have a really good art style and things like that. Like it's like saying all film is just Fast and Furious. Like oh that's film because that's really yeah, but popular. I, but if, there's lots of them. <coughs> if um, arty films and indie films and things like that are a lot more shown and talked about you know your oscars everything like that um where people go like yeah there is the dumb ones but also there's things like this whereas i feel like in the mainstream if you don't play video games it's a lot easier to think that the only video games that exist are call of duty and fifa and fortnite like indie games like you know ask someone who who doesn't own a games console what undertale is or exactly. is. like they don't know but ask them what Call of Duty is whereas if you ask people who don't really watch that many movies and go like oh do you know what Fast and Furious is they're like yeah and then be like oh do you know what um, Brokeback Mountain is and they'd be yeah. like yeah so like they know and the two ends of the scale like I think it isn't there we go there's me going mention something gay again <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I think it is still a big divide though because you know the very very public films like the Marvel films, mm-hmm. they do get some reach, and even some niche films. You know, you could call you could call Brokeback Mountain niche, really, in the big public domain. Mm-hmm. Not everyone's like, I know what a Brokeback. Oh Mountain yeah, like is. The, the, what it made in the box office mm. will be a, a, a minuscule fraction. How many people to, that to, watch uh, Fast, Fast and Furious. Furious or the Marvel films really know what Call Me by Your Name is? Or yeah, but they'll still, but they still know what it know is. It. My, that's my point. Yeah, that it's not. Widely... If, even even if you get people who only play Call of Duty or Apex Legends and or FIFA and stuff like that, and even went to them like, oh, do you know exactly. what uh, Celeste is, or exactly. do you know what um, Undertale is? And they'll be like, well, no, like, I just play, I just play FIFA. Like you know, like even in the world of video games, it's so easy to only play the big ones. Yeah. It's weird that that's kind of how video games work, but you know, it is what it is. Um, the Silent Hill movies. Apparently the first one's okay. I I've got no knowledge of the games to compare them to. I've never played any of the Silent Hills. I'm getting around to the Resident Evils now, but um, yeah, Sean Bean's in them. He dies. Yep. I suppose it's a bit different than Silent Hill films because they're clearly inspired by like famous Japanese horror films, and with their psychological elements and mm. their motifs and such, and then they're made into films by American. Uh, but you can say that about any American remake of Japanese horror. Yeah, but but this is like Chinese whispers of that, you know? I think it's not this so is much... This is an extended version of Not so of much like... the first one, but I mean, when you look at a poster for Silent Hill Revelation, just Google Silent Hill Revelation poster, and you'll see big pyramid head guy from the game throwing a sword out, and it'd be like, Silent Hill Retribution in 3D. And that's when you know what's gone wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like, when it's, when, when Silent Hill is a, as a series is about like... The de- like the psychological deconstruction of your protagonist, and you know, like in the second one, someone murdered their wife or something, and it's going like repenting for what they did and everything. And then there's you know, you just got Kit Harrington running around and it's in 3D, and, don't forget that that's yeah, important. In part. 3D, then it kind of just loses what Silent Hill is, is, is about. 
Because, like, the Resident Evil movies were kind of ahead of the curve. They kind of went to dumb shooty shooty action before the games did that. Yeah. So they were, you know, they, you know, they, they knew where the franchise was going to go in three games, apparently. Um, what else we got? We got the Hitman movies, which apparently are exactly basically the same movie, except they, they rebooted it for no reason. You know what the problem is with the Hitman? Uh, the Hitfans. Film. Yeah, the Hitfans. Yeah. Um, that's, that's what they, they call that's themselves. That's what they call themselves. Yeah. <laughs> They're all five of them. Yeah, <laughs> all five fans of the Hitman movies. They're all just like shaved heads and they've yeah. tattooed it. And, yeah. uh, anyway, got the barcode on. Them. Yeah, exactly. Um, the problem is, is that the Hitman games weren't out of place yet. They are now. The Hitman games know what they are and they're fully developed. But even Blood Money, is Blood Money I thought that, that was good? The, like I've played. It's good. It's the fun. first reboot, and I played. Um, what's the one that no one likes? But I like Absolution. Yeah, that's a terrible game. Um, I like that one. It's so bad. Uh, <laughs> but it's not even a Hitman game. I'm not. Let's not get into it too you, much. You but... stealth. You stealth it. Yeah, and then you you don't have to though because you, you can just people. run around and kill everyone and get away with it. Yeah, that's good for me. I'm not good at stealth games. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> anyway, it's like even I did in Blood bash Money. I've that run of Dishonored though. Even in Blood Money, there isn't that much story. There's just good gameplay. Well, there's not really any story now because it's like an episodic sandbox game. There's there not really is, any story to there it. There is because there's better. Absolution was the one that once. had all of the story in it. I'll use this word once and I'll use it again. There's a good Ludo narrative to it. Uh-huh. In that, A, first of all, there's a bit of a story, something to interact with, more than Blood Money. B, it's the story that you get from playing the game and how you feel about it. It's it's the way the gameplay infect, affects you and builds a narrative for yourself. In, um, let's say... Every game has it. Call of Duty, for instance, has it. But it's really handheld. It's like... Here's a good comparison. Minecraft and Call of Duty. Call of Duty is the the easiest of narratives because it holds your hand, it tells you all of the issues, what's good, what's wrong, why you're doing it, and then you, you feel it like, yeah, I'm doing mm. this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work with Captain Price or whatever and save the world, blah, blah, blah. Um, Minecraft has none. There's no story. So the narrative is created by you because you're like, well, I've got to, I've got to, me, have to create because myself. Well, you say that, I was going to leave this as a end of the segment stinger, but since you've brought it up, hell, apparently, uh, March 4th, 2022 is the Minecraft movie. I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I really want to die. About Minecraft, they literally made two games that say yeah. Minecraft story, where they got Minecraft YouTubers to be characters. I mean, A, that's because they sold... You know, Notch was like, I just want a billion. Like, yeah, he, he didn't he buy bi- Beyonce and Jay-Z's house off the me. You, that know, you know, that's what money. he does nowadays. Just a side note for everyone to know. He just throws parties in LA. Oh, that, that's his well, life. Well, I hope he doesn't now. People like Logan Paul turn up and, and have a party with Notch. Isn't he a bit of a fuckhead, actually? Like, it's turned out he's a bit... Yeah. He's a bit of a wrong. But he doesn't really have to give a fuck, does he? Because he's so filthy you know what filthy we do rich. with those who are wrong? Who? We send our friend Ezra out for him. That's right. With his power. <laughs> With his power. power. He'll get him. That's right. Um, well, that's really depressing. My point is that uh, there's a narrative going on with video games where it's the player under... like It's a narrative that only the player playing it can get because uh, they're experiencing it. They're I like, don't, I need to do these to things. To go back to Hitman, it had a story that I don't feel like you could fuck up because it's just 
a like genetic genetically modified super assassin learning how to like you know have him break away like he kind of does in some of the games when he feels like it kind of like how a mission possible he's always rebelling mm. um kind of learning to like i'm not gonna do what you say and just have him be a like a john wick kind of figure and just have him killed i guess to be fair both the hitman movies predate john wick so i guess they couldn't really use that as a uh, and you know what to be honest a, that's that's all the hitman film would need to be really is my point the, yeah so how do they fuck it up twice because the <laughs> games weren't developed enough like Guy, both guys have a barcode. Have Ave Maria play a bit. Have them shoot some guys. Okay, but like in Hitman Blood Money, how do you kill a guy? You find out the way that you kill him, and then you do it. You don't just like go, actually, I'm going to blow open this wall, and that wall will fall on him. Or, uh, actually, I'm going to put a landmine in this guy's pocket. Like, it's the intricacies you could of make, doing it so many different ways. You could ways. make a whole movie about basically one mission. Exactly. About, like, you know, like, taking disguises and killing the necessary people to get into certain areas, hiding bodies. Like, you could, like, you know, you could just basically do a level of Hitman as a movie, but, you know, they've done two movies now, and it never worked. They're not going to do it again. Um, Max Payne movie, get back to terrible, Mark Wahlberg. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Yeah, they just seem to try, from what I've seen, it, they just tried to make it Sin City. They just made it shit. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it, man. Is it, is it's it one of those of... video game movies where they do five seconds of, oh, look, he just jumped in slow motion. It's like the exactly. games, guys. Is it like some sort of get. filmmaker's superiority? Is it like they look at games and are like, oh, these are games? Maybe Bass said, yeah. I, that's the thing. That's why I'm saying about like... I think Uncharted, things are changing now. Uncharted deciding we're not going to try and do something the games have done. I think you might not agree with them doing a prequel, but I think it shows respect. Obviously, the movie's made by Sony, so obviously yeah. Sony get to be like, you know, we make the games, we can do whatever. But I think it shows a form of respect to the games that we're like, we're not going to do what you've already done. Yeah. But then again, they're making a Last of Us TV show, which is just going to be the story of the game, I assume. Yeah. Uh, you know, get Hugh Jackman or whatever. Um, yeah, that'd be good. That'd yeah, be good. all the Logan trailers, everyone went, there's your cast. Just exactly. get them two again. Not, not <laughs> that young. You'd want someone older. Well, she's older now. Time's passed. Yeah, she's the girl from shit. his dark material actually okay yeah. what's her face uh, who was the person that sued them because they took her likeness um, Ellen Page yeah, yeah. Ellen Page she'd do it what's she doing a brother academy yeah she's doing that exactly um, what is August. she doing anyway who cares about what Ellen Page is doing a brother academy <laughs> yeah but that looks terrible so I'm not watching well, it's it decent, no it's decent oh. yeah, it's alright let's, let's move on um some ones we haven't seen Tekken and stuff I've seen that Prince of Persia Santa Time that was like the first one since Lara Croft to be like big blockbuster one yeah. like it was the guys who made Paris they, had a, they had a go it was everyone's favourite um, Middle Eastern Persian actor Jake Gyllenhaal once again it, it's a, a film about a game where they don't understand what the game's about the game's about the mystic ability mm-hmm. to rewind time and how that affects the player it was a Pirates of the Caribbean movie. And could, you can tell it was made by the people who yeah. made Pirates of the Caribbean because it feels like a Pirates of the Caribbean movie, but for some reason, you know, it's got Jake Gyllenhaal. It could have been an action thriller. Can you imagine how thrilling and horrifying it would be if the main character of the film suddenly dies and then you rewind time and he's alive again? He's got to live. That's live two video games. You can't put that in a movie. I guess even in the game they don't really address when you die and just rewind time. He kind of just moves on and gets on with it. In the game they do, yeah, but. It, it would be that's that's the effect it has on the player is what I'm saying you're like fuck I just died there's something about all these movies we've looked at um all these all these games 
have plots and stories that you could tell. They've mm. not done it right. You know, Prince of Persia didn't really... They, they had the sands of time and that's about it. Yeah. What is the point of making a Need for Speed movie? <laughs> no idea. No idea. I like the Need for Speed games. They're, they're fun arcadey races and they kind of turned more into burnout as time went on and burnout's good. Um, what's the point in, you know, Aaron Paul's like was wrongly imprisoned and now he's trying to get the, the via the form of racing is going to save the day. Like, just ridiculous. They thought they could do a Fast and Furious. No, they, they yeah, they were like, we want to make a Fast and Furious movie, but I, we'll attach Need for Speed to it because That's a we need name. a name. Like, yeah. you know, but it's just, you know, I think it's points. a, it's a, uh, it's a real problem. It's a real problem. I think it's getting resolved nowadays because people that, because they never work, because people they're never that, successful. But the thing is, that's untrue because Detective Pikachu and the new Sonic film are good films. Yeah, no, but my point is, is Detective Pikachu and Sonic are faithful to their characters and their they are their ideas. They're faithful to like. You know what makes the game good? Yeah. What makes but the what's game Need good? for Speed doing that? That's my, that's my point. I think nowadays, people that also respect video games are also <laughs> filmmakers. Because like, if they made a the match only returning character a... from Need for Speed, the game and the movie, is, is a fucking car. <laughs> like, and that's not really saying anything because the cars in the game are real cars. <laughs> so you know, the returning character is a car. car. That's the only. You know, Aaron Paul's character isn't like. A famous oh, character from Need for Speed. Think... Like, to be fair, there's even a Need for Speed <laughs> game, which I think came out before this. I'll have to check. <laughs> called The Run, which was like, which was like a single-player focused campaign about mm. you on this country, uh, countrywide, from one end to America to the other race, and trying to win it, and these people backstabbing you. That had a better story and characters you could have turned into a movie than just we'll have cars. Um, we got the Warcraft World of Warcraft movie. Uh, directed you know by David Bowie's son. You know what's the same? A shame. <clears throat> is that it's alright? Uh, I have no interest in, in World of Warcraft. Exactly. They, they, they really... They were, they were... This came out in 2017. They were 12 years too late? It's really just like... Impossible. Because it would look so good. It, it was like really faithful to the mm. video game. But it... it but just like, Too late. Even the, oh, the fucking orcs. They look sick as fuck. It's just, it's just such a shame. Because... I mean, they had a lot riding on it. They called it Warcraft: The Beginning, and then after it bombed, they removed the beginning from the title. Exactly, because it's impossible. How how do you adapt that? Yeah, but I, I that is the thing because that's like saying like adapting Minecraft because it is your character doing the journey that you decide he wants to do. It's like making a Skyrim movie. Exactly. Like you kind of just do what you want. Um, and but I do also think it is a fact of twenty twenty sorry twenty sixteen twenty sixteen is too late to make a World of Warcraft movie. Like, the game's still popular, people still you know play what, it. You know what I'd say? It's ten years too late. You know what I'd say? Mm-hmm. Once again, it's... It's what... We're having a long episode this day, today, folks. This is what I want to wrap up with on the video game point. Uh-huh. If you want to make a film about a video game, you have to understand and respect the concepts that make a video game story and its gameplay good. What makes a game good? It's about... Fucking the gameplay, how the game plays. That's a lot of a lot of games. Fucking FIFA. If the gameplay isn't good in FIFA, no one's gonna buy fucking FIFA. Well, exactly. no, actually, because 
people argue that Pez plays better. What FIFA has is the names and mm. the real players and the kits and the stadiums. But that still counts as... But you could add them to Pez and leave. The weird thing, right? Pez has a thing, I'm sorry, Tangent, where they fully allow you to just stick a pen drive in and put the real team names and badges and kits in because they don't have the license. But they're like, oh, just, just chuck them in. We don't care. What? What are they going to do? What? Sorry. Exactly. <laughs> I think... Um... I think it really needs to be considered when you're making a and thinking about what makes a good film from a a movie. Mm. A film from a movie, I'm losing my mind. A film from a video game is what makes it good. Gameplay first, and then it's always a ludo narrative. It is. It's always the story that the person playing the game gets from it. Mm. And what do you get when you play World of Warcraft? Whatever you want, I guess. A, you you get like fun little quests you can do, cool, right? Cool characters and cool visuals and whatever. And but you also get fun with strangers or your friends. It's not a game you play on your own, is it? It's an MMO. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking massive multiplayer online. So it should have been a film, like a like a heist film. It should have been not like oh let me explain these thousands of years of lore because anyone gives a fuck about the world of Warcraft lore. Who gives a the fuck? The world of World of Warcraft. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No one gives a fuck. They would have given a fuck if it was a film about a bunch of cool fancy characters where it's funny having like this crazy action adventure. That would have been fun. And that's what World of Warcraft is about. It's not about this fucking lore. The lore is a side piece to the adventures you go on. Do you get me? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, well, we're basically at the end. We've got Assassin's Creed, which nobody saw. Uh, I don't. I like did. The, I, don't li- I don't like the games. I don't think the games are... Well, when the part of the games that everybody hates is the modern day stuff and the whatever the fuck the company's called, um, like sticking people into time machines. To... No one cares about that part of the game to the point where they dropped it basically now with the new games. They don't, they don't really address it. So making a game about like that and having like as much time in the real world as you do in your assassin's world it's just not gonna work at all um but that assassin's creed okay there was rampage which was probably fine but yeah it's just big monster slamming shit it's exactly. probably a dumb rock movie well you he know makes what a lot of them you know what what is that film other than big monsters what is that game other than big monster slam buildings yeah, I mean... They've hit it on I the head. Pr- nails on the head. Like... Yeah, yeah they, they pulled it off. And I think it's also a case of Warner Brothers owns that because they mm. bought the company who made it. So it's just a case of, well, we have the name, we exactly. might as well use it. Um, but then we seem to stop at that point and then we reach Detective Pico and... Detective Pico and... No, I like that. I thought Detec- you were going to run with Detective it. Detective Pico and Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Which, I guess, is the point where they're okay now. It seems to be like an upturn. And if it keeps going they've, like they've, that... They've, they've, they've kind of got it. I mean, Sonic's not perfect, and neither is Detective Pikachu, you know but I think, I think Sonic they both was work for what they are. going to be fucking awful. Yeah, if they kept it. And the then design. they made it good. Yeah. So, um, there's nothing wrong with the story, really. It's, a, it's a, you know, maybe... doesn't have as many rewarding jokes for, you know, people mm. of older ages. I get it, it's a, it's a family film, it's for kids, but you could have, like, cracked some jokes... That would have stood the test of time. I feel like a lot of them, like when he's doing like Fortnite dances, mm-hmm. like I appreciate it. The kids floss. Exactly. The kids like when you floss. Yeah, they, they like it. Haha, ha, I do that too. Yeah. The seven-year-old says in his Fortnite shirts, "I'm stabbing him in the fucking." <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's what you're. Uh, so, so you'd to. think we've reached we've reached a point. 
Yep. But then if we look at the movies that are coming out, then it seems all really mixed. We've got Mortal Kombat, Tomb Raider 2, Uncharted. They all have chances to be good. Good or terrible. But then we got Monster Hunter, made by the Resident Evil oh, people, so bad, it's probably going to be bad. bad, bad, bad. Minecraft movie, what the fuck bad, is that going to be? Bad, bad, And then these are all ones that haven't got dates and are just... Um, so we got Borderlands, Devil May Cry, Gears of War, um, like things like that can work. Metal Gear Solid is apparently having a film. Um, See, there's so much good the potential Detective there. sequel, they're apparently doing a different Resident Evil, I think a reboot. Uh, but then you got things like Saints Row. <laughs> um, that could be good. Just Cause. That probably wouldn't be. Um, did I say Borderlands? Probably did. Um, Five Mike... Nights at Freddy's is having a movie. Oh, that's awful. But if they got Michael Bay to do a Just Cause film, that'd yeah, be that'd, that'd be the only time yeah. Michael Bay was acceptable in his explosions. There's a Mega Man film, possibly. Hmm? Um, Space Invaders. Mega Man and CG would be all right. right. Space Invaders will be dumb. It'll be like this, the this Pixels isn't, film. This isn't on here. Yeah. But I'd like to acknowledge it. At one point, there was this treatment going around for a Tetris movie, where they were like, came down from space, like fucking hell, there's a T block coming, and they would connect around a building and I guess form a line and then destroy <laughs> the building. Like, well, this that is could be really funny. Generally, <laughs> something that, that was trying to be made. Um, but I wanted to end on this, and I think this sums up the question of have video game movies learnt. Have they moved on? Have they evolved? Untitled Just Dance film. So... Oh, fuck. How do you make a film no. of a game which is just you dance? You just dance to songs. Unless it's just a film of... I want to be the greatest dancer. Oh, no. I've, I've picked up this weird glove. I'm becoming this faceless figure. <laughs> now I must dance. I must follow the symbols. Oh, like, no. what's the plot to the Just Dance Maybe. Film? Maybe it'd be incredible. Maybe it'd be like John Wick, but instead of violence, it'll be dancing. He's oh, just like, fucking look at the moves. Uh, there was the Angry Birds movies as well, which apparently oh. the second one actually isn't that bad. Oh, well, you know what? Let's stop. Uh, Let's just get... Clank. They're, they're... It'll get more and more painful if we keep going on. <laughs> I mean, that's it. So let's just leave it on. Um, this podcast will end when the Just Dance movie comes out because yeah. we will peak. <laughs> I think I think we'll say <laughs> it'll be like a 12-hour podcast where we just talk about how ridiculous that is. Mm-hmm. And then, and then join we Suicide. Go? I don't yeah, know. Just right. end it. Uh, that went on for very long. But you know um, what? I think we said some good stuff. We did. We'll we'll talk about a movie uh-huh. of of the week, which was Whiplash that we watched yesterday. Loved it. It's yeah, we tried to record stuff to try and do something funny, but we kind of just kept finding ourselves just yeah, kind of just watching the movie because it's just really good and really fun to watch. When a film grabs you like that and it really engrosses you into the narrative, I just that's think what you it's. Want. We talked about it though. It's kind of like it's how kind of if you stop and think about it, how kind of dumb this jazz obsessed world we're showing. Mm. I know we're only really showed it through Miles Teller's character where J.K. Simmons' abusive teacher is like this deity and a god that it's just kind of like there is only jazz. Exactly. Go outside the jazz. I'm going to go to this jazz bar that only plays jazz. I love everything is jazz. But in a world we've never seen any other world of, of any other profession they're like I think you vaguely see, like, the dad be like, this teacher threw a fucking chair at you. Like, this is crazy. And Miles Teller's just like, yeah, but the jazz. Yeah, he was just trying to make me good at jazz, dad. Yeah, but that's the thing. But the movie ends with the big drum solo, but they're kind of like, they kind of connect uh, uh, Miles Teller and and J.K. Simmons' characters. They kind of, like, we did it. Like, together we, we... 
We became great at We've jazz. done this. Yeah. Through you abusing me and causing me to have a car crash and still run bleeding to play drums for you, senpai. I, like, you, we have done it. I, we are, we are great jazz You people. know, it's like, in their world, even though they're both terrible people, they've won. You know what? It's weird. I've, I've just been considering. I think at the end, when the dad's looking... A spoilers on... for Whiplash, by the way. Yeah, spoilers, spoilers. Yeah, sorry about that. When his dad looks on at all at his son, mm-hmm. um, we like, would say as we're watching it, he looks bewildered. I think it's meant to show the separation between him and his son now, because not only was he separated because of the worlds they live in, he lives in a world just of jazz. His walls are paint plastered with like, like music. Only jazz. It's the J- only thing that matters to him. And now he's seeing his son become like this super jazz icon where he talks about he'd rather die at 30 on heroin rather than die at 90 and no one knows who he is and now he's just so super distant from his son yeah it, it is that kind of look of like he's literally behind a door looking through glass yeah just kind of being like just I think the moral of the place. story is uh, don't become too obsessed with your art or, or your yeah. passion because I mean I think there's it's... more to life than that because there's that period there's that period when uh both Fletcher and uh, Andrew, which is J.K. Simmons and Mouse Teller, lose everything. Fletcher's not a teacher anymore. Mouse Teller isn't out of school anymore. Yeah. And he tries to connect to the one other thing he ever had in her life, which is his girlfriend that he told to fuck off because, she, did, because yeah. he because she would hold him back. And that's not me like embracing the scene. She goes, so you think, you definitely know for sure that I would stop you from being great at jazz. And he goes, yeah, I'm glad you see my point. Like, Brilliant. He's a... He's a Cockend. Yeah. And he's just absorbed but so, his world. But so is Fletcher. Yeah. And they both should lose. And the movie kind of fades to black as if like it's done. And then they like meet each other again. And all of a sudden they get to go back in the world and, and they won. And the rest of the world's just kind of like you know like his dad's watching kind of being like, what well, I don't get. There should have been a scene, or maybe there was, where he tells his dad, oh. I talked to Fletcher, I'm going to play drums for him again. Yeah. Where the dad's like, are you fucking insane? Mm. Like, like you got the guy fired because he abused you. And obviously, like, it turns out Fletcher knew that and tried to um, sabotage him from yeah. that and go, like, I knew it was you. Um, which, again, is so... It's just jazz. And it's so just crazy jazz. that Fletcher, even when he gets fired, doesn't take a moment to realise... Like, he caused an ex-student to kill himself because he wasn't good enough in his eyes. And, like, he's still, even afterwards, he's like, I know it was you, you little shit. I'm going to fucking do what... I'm going to make you kill yourself like the other one did. Like, Terrible. he's insane. But it is great, because as he says that, he's like, I'm going to gouge your fucking eyes out. He just hits a symbol into his face. Um, but you, you're there, and you're, like, you're like cheering Mars Teller on, going, like, you show him. But then, like, you kind of remember that... Do you really root for him? I think... Um, like, do you really think that he's a good person? I think really do think the shot from the dad's perspective which is also the shot from the audience's perspective mm-hmm. and us as the audience watching the film, I think you could take a critical analysis out of it and be like, well, like, these two people are, like, huge in their own world. They're on stage, they're in the lights, and they're, like, these fantastic jazz players, and they're going to go, they're going to be in the history of jazz. But from the audience, from his dad, they're just these tiny little people being insane. Mm-hmm. They're just insane. Like, J.K. Simmons' character and the main character are both losers. They're fucking crazy. They've got nothing going for them but jazz. He can't even have a relationship with someone that's very into him. And he did a shit job of getting them because he's fucking obsessed with jazz. So good. The thing is, he gets what he wants. You know, it's kind of like 
obviously the, the director obviously went on to make La La Land, which is also all about jazz. Um, but I feel like that's like the opposite because the characters don't get what they wanted. I mean, they do. They do kind of get what they want, but also they don't get everything. Yeah. Like, they get to have his jazz club, she gets to be an actress, but they don't get to have each other. Whereas Whiplash, they kind of get everything. Exactly. Everything that mattered to them. But to them, and to the rest of the world, you know, to the rest of the world, they're fucking weird. Yeah, because Fletcher and, Fletcher and Andrew get to have their jazz, and they get to be famous, and all of a sudden he's never going to think about that girl again. He's not going to... F- Fletcher's not going to remember the students he abused. They got to win. I think Whereas you look at La La Land and you have the final scene where they kind of go like, oh yeah, like I kind of got what I wanted, but what about, you know, what did we lose? Yeah. Whereas there's no moment of that in Whiplash because they're just kind of like, well, we got everything we wanted. Yeah. So, anyway, if you haven't seen Whiplash, we just spoil a lot of it, but it's, it's a Fantastic. great movie. I do watch it. I'm glad that was the movie of the first one. I'm yeah. going to spin it again, James. Here we go. And find out what the movie for next week is. And so the movie for next week is... <laughs> if it's if it's the Emoji movie, I'm going to die. It's not, but it is, it is the Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 1. Right. So, okay. so have you seen the, the other part. movies? You know what? I don't think I really need to see much. <laughs> Because we're only going to see part one of the fourth film. Unbelievable. <laughs> I believe I've seen the other three ten years ago. Well, we'll have something to say about them for yeah. sure. The, the film it was when I opened the page up was Crimes of Grindelwald, which I would have been happy oh, with, but you wouldn't have been. I, I didn't hate that movie. It. But yeah, Can't I guess we're fun. watching Twilight, Twilight 4. All right, sure. It's great. Um, Never step down. We, we have emails. Um, we're at an hour and a half. How much longer do you reckon we have? Do you want to I do one email or two emails? Five minutes. Nah, I will do one email then. Um, we'll <laughs> we'll the first... save the other emails. Oh, yeah, stay we'll tuned. Do, Send we'll... us some more, and it'll be more of a section. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe maybe we can do two. Okay. Uh, since the this is very funny. This is funny. Very funny rap. Yeah. Uh, thank so you, Raph. This is Raphael Williams. Raphael uh, Williams. Thank you very much. Don't know who he is. Raphael Williams. I don't uh, know who he is. No. Yeah, he is. Stranger he is, to us. Um, who knows? Watch his great movie, Gone Cold. Available nowhere, I don't think. But what a what a great person who wrote that film. Um, oh yeah, what a, I really love that. What film a too. sexy screenwriter that mm. film had. Talented. Uh-huh. Interesting. Great. Anyway, big penis. Yeah, he <laughs> I writes, don't know about his penis size. He writes, Hello, Mr. Williams, I do not know about your penis size. No, don't I, know. no he directed Gone Cold. I wrote it. Oh, I see. Raph's got a I tiny see. penis. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Oh, damn. Anyway. <laughs> Hello, Mr. and Mrs. Popcorn and Regret. Oh. I, big fan. Uh, here is recipe for Kung Pao chicken and made from my mother kitchen in Great Nation of Guildford. I hope you enjoy. Nice. And then what continues is, we did say we'll read out anything, so we'll go for it. Uh, this highly addictive stir-fried chicken continues to be one of the most popular mm. Chinese dishes in America. Really? As the, that's weird. For You found it in Guilford, but it's the most mm. popular dish in America. As Maybe a there's succulent, an complex sol- sauce of salty, sweet, sour, and spicy flavours. You're just going to have some fudge while I read this. Yeah, that's I fine. Uh, it's hard to pass up. For years, mm. Americanized versions often left out the Szechuan peppercorns. Oh, don't oh, do that. Here they come. Here they... Have you... Right, have you ever heard of Pickle Rick? Because it's the funniest shit I've ever seen. It's the funniest shit. Never it seen. turns itself into a pickle. No word of a lie. Um, Unbelievable. Because of an important... Because of an import ban, apparently Szechuan peppercorns have... I don't want them in my country. <laughs> uh, but They're now... not sending their best. But now, They're uh... sending their Szechuan peppercorns. <laughs> the, they're, the Szechuan peppercorns, they're, they're, killing the, uh, they're killing great American peppercorns. Tremendous. They're attacking us. 
tremendous American peppercorn uh, £10 a month on, on Patreon and we will kill the Szechuan peppercorn <laughs> I thought you were going to say and we will kill Donald Trump no that's <laughs> like that's audacious that that's is. £25 a month yeah 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 um, but the Szechuan peppercorns are now once again easily found in Chinatown shops and even gourmet chains such as Whole Foods Fuck so that's no. good I mean we can't get Whole Foods in this country you can I'll, I've been to them oh are they in Guildford no, no, no. Ah, well, there you go. Uh, we need <laughs> uh, we need one tablespoon of soy sauce, two tablespoons of Chinese rice wine mm-hmm. or dry sherry. Yeah. There is uh, there's specifically wine for rice. You know what? I don't fucking know because I hate wine. There's some corn. Oh, fuck you. There's some corn. <laughs> it starch. tastes like shit. That's fucking that hurt me actually. Like I'm in, sorry, in my head. It well, bad. what? The, each there's rosé, there's champagne, there's prosecco, and, and there's white, suck. there's red. No, they all taste like vinegar. Have a bit of the rosé I have in the fridge. It's nice. I have. When? When you've been oh, drinking my wine, I'm sir? I'm not drinking <laughs> your wine. I had rosé before. Um, and I'd rather just have Pepsi Max. We can like... have... This is interesting because a fun fact about uh, Rafael Williams um, yeah. that I just know off the top of my head because we do not know this person is that they're um, they're, they're pescatarian but apparently they've sent us a, um, something that needs chicken. I didn't think about that. Yeah, that so is odd, That's odd for them. They don't yeah. eat chicken. So one pound boneless skinless chicken. Uh, we need some Chinese black... This It's just a whole recipe and the preparation for it. Uh, it's a very funny joke. Um, oh, I'm wait, laughing. wait, I'm laughing. No, Raf didn't send this. Who sent it? It's <laughs> fucking Ellie Smythe sent it. Huh. <laughs> okay, okay. Very funny, Ellie. You actually got me with that. Wow. Well done. Well live, done, Emma Stone. Live. You yeah. did it. You got it. You did it. Unbelievable. This is great because I was actually talking to Raf last night and I, and he said, I haven't sent my email yet. And I'm like, what about it? Yeah, you did. He's going, well, yeah. I was like, well, I got an email from Rafael Williams. Oh, no. You. You got me, Ellie. I'll be live, honest. Live, live. Didn't know you listened. Uh, but there's a shout out. God, Embarrassing. God damn it. Uh, we also we also have a. Oh well, okay. I was gonna read the other one we got, but I'm gonna read the actual one. I'm gonna just double check that it is act. This one actually is. Um. This this one actually is from Raph. Okay. <laughs> and what has actual Raph gonna say? <laughs> I'm actually really proud of that. Yeah. Well, well done. Because really. what also this is just great for us because we know Raf. It was it was a Raf joke. Yeah. I fully believe that Raf would just send me a recipe. Yeah. you yeah, fair play, you know. Look at us, fools. That's why you left the the course, Ellie. We, you. You're we were too good. We you were too good for us. Yeah. So you, fair enough. You sent us an email pretending to be Raf, and you're laughing. <laughs> you're laughing. Um. Anyway, so actual Raf. Um, actually, I should have checked the email because I actually know this is Raph's email as well. Anyway, fine. Hi, Popcorn and Regret, uh, which we know is James's Popcorn and I am Regret. Hello. Uh, first time listener, long time writer. Uh, I have a question for you to answer on your podcast. I hope you do answer. Okay, here we go. Let's let's hear. <clears throat> I was recently deaf in one ear. Oh. <laughs> was he? Uh, my mother thinks it is because of all the premarital hand-holding I've been doing. Oh, but I've managed man. to gain back my Slut. hearing after listening to the Goosebumps face, uh, Ghostbusters theme song. My question to you both is what would you say is your favourite movie soundtrack? What is your least favourite? What would you say makes a great movie soundtrack? Now, I may be a first-time listener, but I am also a long-time writer, so I'd like to hear answers other than Star Wars and a Serbian film. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the two answers I always hear. As a long-time writer, so I am hoping... <laughs> So I am hoping to hear something new as a first-time listener. Keep up the good work and don't let me down. Please don't let me down. Okay. Uh, sincerely, Marin. I can't read Q's surname, so that's Q's surname. First-time listener, long-time writer. Right. Well, thank you very much for that question. Yeah. Should we look at the thank questions you, again and answer them? 
it was only one question. What's your favorite soundtrack? And what's your oh, least well, favorite my soundtrack? favorite. And soundtrack. also, do you like Kung Pao Chicken? That was the question. That well, I do like Kung Pao Chicken. Okay, well, I, I haven't had Kung Pao answer. Chicken with Session One. Peppercorn. Well, because of the band. Yeah, the, um, the band's been famous. What is your favorite movie soundtrack? I'd say. Are we including musicals in this? Oh, uh, you can. Uh-huh. I think I feel though, uh, musicals are different because they are a soundtrack, but they are. I suppose it's what a soundtrack does for a film. Because for me, a soundtrack is integral to the film, mm-hmm. but uh, and and can be enjoyed without the film, but is highly important that the film and the soundtrack go together. Mm-hmm. So my pick, for my favorite soundtrack, is Mr. Fantastic Fox. You've been fantastic, Mr. Fox. That'd be it. <laughs> <laughs> Not the third Fantastic Four movie. Where no, it's no, just, no. Oh my! You're a fox now. Yeah, but I'm stretchy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. I can't remember the soundtrack to that at all. And yeah, it makes the film. Yeah, the I mean, film. I can, I can, but in my head, I'm picturing something, but I might just be picturing a generic Wes Anderson soundtrack. You know, the Borges Bunsen Bean. Okay. Yeah, there's, it's, it's a brilliant soundtrack, and really, it makes the film. I think the film is the perfect animated film. I feel like. It is great. I feel like it is, honestly. I prefer Isle of Dogs. Uh, I don't. I've seen Isle of Dogs and I've seen Fantastic right, well, Mr. Fox. Alright, we'll podcast over. Right, it's fantastic, I'm, I'm, Mr. Fox. I'm leaving my own room. Um, it is fantastic, Mr. Fox. It's oh. the Roald Dahl book. Did I say it wrong first? You said Mr. Fantastic Fox. Oh. Um, it's a... Uh, it really is a great film. It is. No, it is good. I think it's the perfect animated film. I think it's better than Isle of Dogs because it, it really is flawless in every department, right? I, I, I very much enjoy that instead of swearing they just say the word cuss. Yeah. <laughs> Um, my, I, can I be? So a, I recommend that as the soundtrack. That's my, my answer. My favorite, I don't know. My favorite soundtrack. I like the ones that stand alone as albums. I think mm. uh, uh, Daft Punk's Tron, Tron soundtrack is amazing. Very good, yeah. Um, the La La Land soundtrack. I have in vinyl. I love that. Um, I I think it's beautiful music. Um, and just like I don't know. I just think it's be- beautifully done music. I I really like it. Mm-hmm. So I'd probably say one of those two is probably my favorite soundtracks. There's there's ones with certain tracks I really like. I quite like the Sherlock Holmes um, Guy Ritchie soundtracks. I think they're quite True. cool. Um, if I may add another one uh, to my list, I'd pick a Princess Mononoke. Okay, okay very, nice. Uh, very nice. See that. Oh, you missed out. We'll yeah. have to watch it sometime. In fact, maybe we'll watch it and talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. Along with, of course, and, uh, Twilight, Breaking Twilight. Dawn Part 1. Yeah, Part 1. So looking forward to we that. Can't, we won't do Part 2 until the, until the machine no, until tells yeah. us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd probably say... Um, La La Land um, yep. or Tron Legacy but I'd, I'd probably go over La La Land first I just got an email about when I'm getting my pay for my job so that's nice excellent I will read that out on the podcast well thank you very much for the question thank you good. thank you Ellie and thank you Raph got two shout outs because we assumed it was him because um, more fools yeah darn fools well Raph once you're allowed in my house we'll get we'll get you one one day mm-hmm. um, you know maybe Ellie if you want we'll yeah. talk about we'll talk about La La Land and, and how you were in it and how, how you're great mm-hmm that's just a joke that I that she we're was running ever with stone. We're running. Um, with yeah. So that one's great. He also asked what our least favorite soundtracks was, but I I wouldn't know because it'll be from a movie I don't like. So um, probably least favorite soundtrack. Uh, I'd probably say something like my least favorite song from a movie. Uh, Sucker for Pain from Suicide Squad. I hate that movie. I hate that song. I don't hate that movie. Damn it. Damn it! I know what I'll say. I'll say. Or Venom from Venom. Iron Man. Iron Man's my least favorite. Iron Man what? Yeah. Because I say Iron Man 3's got some good music. That's my point. 
in the original um, MCU, they really had terrible soundtracks yeah, until they got, they got to Avengers. Yeah. And then it was like, wow. Uh, no, 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 no. I think that's Iron Man's thing, isn't it? Yeah, but who knows? Yeah. Unless you've seen it a lot. Like Avengers is. Okay. I have this theory though. The only reason we know the Avengers one is they kind of just hammered it down to us. Like they were so kind of desperate for it to be iconic that they kind of just shoved it down our throats until we couldn't forget it. No. I think I think they definitely made a good one. Like the Spider-Man music for the the Tom Holland ones are really good. I think Thor Ragnarok's music really good. That's like funky like electro stuff. Uh, so yeah, probably Venom from Venom is probably my least favorite song from a, from a movie. That's kind of terrible. I think Mediocrity is the yeah. worst. Actually, I mean, I can't remember anything anything of the Venom soundtracks. Of, I mean, let's say Venom. Let's. Um, if it's if it if it doesn't impact the film, God, you know. When when the makers of the Venom soundtrack hear about this, they're they're, they're, they're not gonna know what hit them. Yeah. Please stop. <laughs> anyway, so we really we're at we're at an hour forty, so we do have another email. I'm sorry, we'll read that next week because you know content. We are basically out of time. We are uh, because we have decided. Yeah. That we it are. is stretching too far. It is. Um. Anyway, so that was it. Um, Instagram at popcorn regret at uh, Adam underscore riding and at James, James M. Deacon. Deacon. Uh, email popcorn regret at gmail.com. Please send us more. Uh, go for it. Send us more recipes. You yeah. Or oh, don't. Or oh, don't. Don't just send us a, a recipe every week, Ali. Mm. Um, <laughs> I mean, maybe. Maybe we'll try it one day. Follow us on Spotify, subscribe to us on YouTube or Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, whatever you listen to us on. Uh, again, if we're even on Apple Podcasts, mm. I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> I've been Adam Riding. And I've bloody been James Deacon. Uh, next week, we'll talk about something. We'll talk about, we'll talk about Twilight, Twilight, Breaking Dawn, part one. For we sure. will. But we'll, we'll find something As we else. always say, Adam. Oh, yes. At the end of every episode that I definitely didn't forget, despite the fact that the email we didn't read, that's the fucking subject title, mm. is uh, at the end of every episode of Popcorn and Gret, we always say our famous phrase. Mm. Mm. That's good. good.